The show's about to start. Are you ready? This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Hootay Nation and the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. Unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. I'm at 930 subscribers, you guys. Freaking rock. I love you guys. That is awesome. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, title of the show Big Trade in the NFL. How's that affect the Bengals? I'll get to that in a minute. We got some other news today, kind of sad news today coming out of Reds training camp. Unfortunately, Mike Bell. David Bell's brother passed away today of cancer at the age of 46. Mike was the bench coach for the Minnesota Twins. So thoughts and prayers definitely go out to the Bell family. Uh, it's got to be sad and very uh, disheartening to lose someone that young. Actually, that young. He's my age, so that's kind of scary, to be honest. But just keep the Bell family in your thoughts and prayers as they are moving forward with life, without their son, without their brother. All right, let's get to the UC news of the day, because I know everybody wants to know what's going on. Now, this is a statement that the University of Cincinnati came out with. The University of Cincinnati is in conjunction with an independent fact-finding, fact-finders will commence in reviewing of allegations related to its men's basketball program. Athletic director John Cunningham stated, the university has always put its welfare of its student athletes first. We feel this is essential first step to ensure our athletic program meets the highest standards. So you can take that a couple ways. One, they're trying to find a way to get Brandon out of here. Or two, they're trying to make sure they're covering their own tracks that nothing actually happened and back Brandon. So I'm not sure which direction they are going. But, you know, we had this many kids transfer out. I mean, honestly, I didn't know it was a red flag. But there are players who have said that they could not relate to him. None of them said that he did anything hateful or uh you know aggressive toward them that i have read now david DeJulius has come out and he backed brandon all the way i mean he even went as far as saying that the players were upset with how hard practices were 
and Brandon backed off the practices. I mean, according to DeJulius, Brandon was very easy to work with. He did everything he could to try to make everybody comfortable. Again, that is from David DeJulius. You can go read it. It's on uh, The Athletic if you guys subscribe to that. It's a very interesting read, and I suggest you guys do that. So let's get into the exciting part, the fun part that I want to actually talk about is the trade in the NFL today and how (laughs) it really has affected the Bengals in a good way. All right. There's two trades, actually. The Dolphins traded it's their third overall pick to the San Francisco Sucky Niners, and I call them the Sucky Niners because they beat us twice in the Super Bowl. So to me, they will always be the Sucky Niners, just like the Squealers are the Squealers, and the Ratbirds are the Ratbirds, and the Clowns are the Clowns. They are the Sucky Niners. So the Sucky Niners have now have the third pick overall. Now the Eagles wanted to move up and get that third pick. They decided not to because the Jets are taking Zach Wilson with that number two pick, the quarterback out of BYU. Pretty much everybody that's important with the Jets was at Zach's pro day today. So that's a pretty good sign that they're taking him. So then, so the Eagles, uh, they they went down, they traded with, uh, I think, or it should be the Dolphins traded back to get the sixth pick behind the Bengals. Which that doesn't really that doesn't really affect the Bengals that much, but the the third one does. Now, I put this or we put this on the Facebook page, Sports Strawberry Ice. Now, this is Pro Football Focus's mock draft update. Now, this is how they say it's going to go, which I, I I really can't argue with this. You got Trevor Lawrence, number one to the Jaguars, Zach Williams, Wilson, sorry, number two to the Jets, Justin Fields. I feel bad for the kid; he's going to go to the Sucky Niners. Falcons take Pitts, and Jamar freaking Chase goes to the Cincinnati Bengals, and we have the Chase Burrow connection. Now, you could also say that the Falcons could take a quarterback, but, I mean, you got – who would be left? You got uh, Trey Lance and Mac Jones. I mean, they could take them. I'm not sure either one of them are worth – a number four pick in the NFL draft, but I could be wrong. And if that happens, <laughs> then you got all three of them. You got Sewell, you got Pitts, and you got Chase. All three of them sitting there. But the point of this is two of those guys are almost definitely going to be there for the Bengals at five. I mean, I don't see how you can be upset with what the Bengals have done. I mean, I, I get it. People are like, oh, we got to do this is the offensive line, the offensive line. Gotcha. I understand. I got everyone's offensive line. So do I. So do I. But I got a question for you. What's better, in your opinion, out of these three positions, a Hall of Fame right tackle, a Hall of Fame tight end, or a Hall of Fame wide receiver? Because potentially all three of those could be. Now, for me, it's the tight end or the wide receiver, especially in this draft, because this draft. You can get Leatherwood or Davis or the kid from USC in the second round because we we will be picking actually sixth in the second round because of the tie. So not fifth in the second round. We'll be pick, picking sixth overall in the second round. Still, there's a very good chance one of those three are going to be there. Yeah, put them at guard for a year or two. Then you move them out to tackle when Reef leaves. Then you hopefully in the maybe third or fourth round, you can get another guard slash center. And if you hit on that, which they hit on everybody last year, and remember when we won that five-year playoff run, Duke hit on almost everybody. Just saying, I think the Bengals did good. I think this trade is huge for the Bengals. It's going to stir up the pot of who do you take because all three of them might be there. What's up, Jeremy? What do you think? About What's all, going all on, man? Hey, no, just uh, sitting back listening, man. Um, I think you're pretty much dead on. First off, I, I do want to uh, send out my condolences to the Bell family, man. Baseball's baseball when it comes to real life, and anybody that's been through a situation with their, whether it be a parent or a brother or whatever, through cancer, 
they know mm-hmm. how hard it is and want to yeah. give my love out to them. Yeah, um, 46. He's still young. Like, I mean, I'll be 46 in April. I mean, I'm a young guy. Dude, I still, know. Well, with all salt and pepper in my beard. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, you know, and then. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's not the, not not to, to be to to make fun of, but yes, that is. I mean, I give David Bell all kinds of crap on here, calling the mad scientist. But I wish no ill will on anybody. When you have a family member exactly. and you it's lose tough. that, that that is hard. You know, that, that is hard. That's a brother. That's a son. Yeah, uh, it's no longer no longer here anymore. So yep. so definitely keep uh, the Bell family in your thoughts and prayers. Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, but moving on, you know, just like we all had to do, had have had to do, are doing whatever. Um, now we're going to talk some sports and open this yeah, up buddy. a little bit. So, you know, uh, I pretty much agree with you on, on the on the trade. Like we were talking before the show or uh, earlier today, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know when the hell I talked to you. Anyway. You talk to me so much. I, I get I get tired of hearing your voice sometimes. Yeah, I hear it in my yeah. sleep. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do this TikTok. Do this TikTok. Shut up, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy. But no, honest to goodness though. Um I'm with you. I mean, I I don't see I I I can almost tell you this. I can almost guarantee that you will not see Sewell gone, Chase gone, and Pitts gone at number five. No, no, no well, well, one of them, one of them might be gone. Falcons might take one of them. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just saying all three of them. Yeah, we are we are going to have our options, like we've been talking about, completely open because we're either going to have Pitts and Sewell sitting there, or most likely Chase and Sewell, or what, or however it might be flipped around, or all three, right. like you were saying. So we don't really have much to complain about, other than to sit around and and figure out who the hell we want to take. And right. who, so I guess that, that's my question to to the the audience. Right. Who do you guys want? I mean, uh, let's just say it all works out. All three of these guys are are Hall of Famers. As far as the Bengals go in their situation, which we have Riley Reef. That's why I want to preface this as we have Riley Reef, we have Jonah Williams, we have Trey Hopkins. Those are our three pillars for our offense line. Now Trey Hopkins, I know he might not start at the beginning of the year, but I think he's going to from what all reports that I'm hearing. Let's, oh, just, say, let, let's just say beginning of the year, you got those three for sure. And then probably Spain. And then you have, um, like I said, a, a second rounder or whatever as guard. All right. So if you do that, let, let's, I, let me, I, if you do that, let's see here. What's more important drafting Sewell, who if you draft him now, you can kick him at guard for a while and then move him out. Same thing you can do with, whoever you get in the second round, or you get Pitts, the, you know, game changer tight end. You know, he can split him out wide. Or do you get Chase, who we already know what he can do with Burrow. They've already done it. What's more important? And like I said, I'll preface it this way. And this is what I keep saying. Sewell could be the best lineman in the draft. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he is. I don't know. But... There are more offensive linemen in this draft that are like right here with him. Yeah, he might be here, but they're right here. Right. Chase. Yeah. Pitts. <laughs> they're here. Yeah. In my mind. Well, that's not like you get one of those. That's like like uh John Sheeran said here on the, earlier this week. Those two are game changers. Anyway, that's my opinion. Yeah, well, and and that's what I was going to just get into real quick. Um, I hope all of our viewers know, if they're watching our show, (laughs) there isn't going to be a combine this year. So I am very, very interested because I'm not saying that a Pitts guy couldn't turn over to the Chase side Mm -hmm. or a Chase guy couldn't turn over to the Pitts side. But I would like to watch the pro, uh, the pro day, yes, of both of these guys yep. mm-hmm. and Sewell. I, I like to see pro day and, and Sewell. Too. Sewell. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's part of our three, our big yep. three that should be there. And give them this test, and not just 
I was on Instagram. I ran 4.6, whatever. Or, I, you know, I'm Jamar Chase. I just chased the dog down the road uh, and beat him by five meters. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let's. That, I, that might I be really, a slight exaggeration of what the, <laughs> been out there, but yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I I would just like to kind of see these guys really have some sort of a combine, which will be their pro day. And then we'll be a little bit more, you know, because it's, it's I, I know we flip pits here and chase there, but their pro day will be a big, uh, when the big dudes are there hitting the buttons, that's when, you know, and you're jumping, you're doing the tall jump, the long jump. Uh, that's when we'll figure out a lot more about these players because we didn't get to watch them for a whole year. They sat at home. We don't know what the hell they did. All right, now I, I got two of them in here. Orange said it, and Josh basically said it. Um, and Burrow, his, I think Burrow stated this, that he wants Chase. Oh, so my opinion, I think they're going to go for their their plan is to go for Chase. If he's not there, I think it's going to be Pitts. But I agree with you guys. I you hope, know, I think yeah. the quarterback and I, the quarterback has been. He was at you know the precinct when all these other free agency free agent guys came in. So I think it's good. I think it's a very good uh, thing. That uh, are very very good chance that we're going to get chase. Yeah, yeah, and and our free agency literally has worked its way to that, which makes it nice. The only thing I don't like about our free agency is jumping out and signing Brandon Allen, and that's it. And that's the only thing I can com complain about. Which and is I a know, silly complaint. Uh, but whatever. It, it really is, but if bro, <laughs> if, if bro gets hurt, you know, um, well, like, we just had this conversation in the pre. If, like, uh, we just had no, this conversation no, no, in the pre. I'm just saying. I'm just saying the, I would the, like the, the, the Chiefs had their two two uh, offensive linemen out. They get hurt. What happened to them? They sucked. It happens. You get key players hurt most of the time. Your team's gonna suck. No, yeah, I, no, I understand that. I just wish yeah. we would have done a little bit. I mean, Andy, Why? Andy, Andy Dalton. He got, you know, yeah, eight million start. bucks, and he's gonna start eight million dollars. We we yes, I mean, to start. We had that money. We we that's. But I'm just Damn saying, that's, Andy Dalton is starting. We'll we'll see how long he starts. But anyway, the, the, the Bears put an Instagram thing out with him in said QB one with him in the uh, Bears uniform. Oh, I've he's seen starting. all that. I'm just so, saying I mean, with Andy Dalton, we'll see how right. long he stays. Well, I'm just on saying the we would have paid. You know, we, he wouldn't have came here. For but, the same amount of money to not start. But I'm giving the Bengals love here anyway, because yeah. I'm giving them love because that is my only thing that I even look back at really and say, kind of, you know, why not bring, try, do something, give a little competition, see who's best. Done. That's it. That's the only little thing I have. I don't know if you can look at this free agency right here and say much, you know, really much many bad things at all about any of them. Um, really, if you like WJ3, maybe a woozy A is, is, isn't your favorite towel. I don't know. But other than that, I'm looking at this free agency, and I'm saying if all I can bitch about is a backup quarterback and then we got a freaking draft where we can do whatever we want, mm -hmm. I'm happy. Uh, I got to give, give a shout-out to Carl. You're right. Pitts already had his, his pro day. So, yeah, I, I forgot about that. That's how we got the uh, – the 40 yard dash. There, there, this is why I wish they just do the damn combine because <laughs> I'd have to pay attention to pro days. I see yeah, pro days. I heard it was Instagram. That, well, that no Instagram. That was somebody one, else's Instagram. Yeah. Just didn't get the official. I haven't heard nothing, but yeah, I got you. If he hit that mark, then Hey, that's pretty impressive. I might have to go back and watch it. That's for dang sure. Now Josh says he thinks that the Falcons trade out of four, which that's fine. I, if they trade out of four, I mean, I, it, we're still going to have Soul Chase or Pitts there. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. it, it, that, that's fine. That's right. That's what I'm saying. The first three, I'm almost guaranteeing they're going to be quarterbacks. It's yeah. going to be like I said, it's going to be Lawrence, Wilson, and and uh, Field. So I yep. mean, I I'm just I, I, and after that, I don't give a crap. I mean, I kind of do because I want Chase, but. Okay. Oh my goodness. We don't get chased. We get pits. I mean, trust me. Be, I have changed my mind on pits. I mean, I, I, not that I didn't like him before. I won't oh. say that. I liked him. I just, 
wasn't so sure how he would translate. And the more I really dove in, did a deep dive into it and everything, and talked to more people and everything, like, you know, you're, you are right, because you can put him at tight end. And I was worried about the blocking, and I, according to my guy, Beetle, he, he can block. You know, and I, I kind of, he, he, he's a big SEC honk, and he likes Florida, so I kind of believe now he, you know, he might be biased, but he said, he said, I'm not saying that because I'm biased. He really can block. So, but, they, but if he can block, you put him a tight end, you can split him out. I'm like, dude, he, that's Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I mean, that's a weapon. Yeah, it really is. And it's probably Travis Kelsey almost on steroids, really. Um, that's why I'd really like to have seen his pro day. And I would really, um, that would really kind of, and, and LSU's pro day, which I don't know if they've had it already. I, I, I don't understand why we're not getting, uh, why ESPN's not promoting some more of this stuff or the NFL network. I mean, we oh, watch it. Oh, yeah. Well, they, 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 yeah, they are not because yeah. the pro days are on NFL Network. ESPN's yeah. not doing it. But there's yes, I mean nobody else is showing these, and you get little glimpses. Is what I'm saying. It it'd just be nice to have a freaking combine. Oh like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, they do do like hour specials or on these different because I watched a couple of them. Yeah. I watched Stanford. I watched a couple of other ones. So they, they have. Yeah. But right, yeah. Robert, Robert says, I've never seen Burrow say, say he wants Chase. Well, then you haven't been paying attention, sir. <laughs> he said he would like to have oh, yeah. him. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I, yeah. I've never seen Burrow say he wants Chase or anyone else. Um, well, like I said, sir, you haven't been paying attention because Burrow has definitely come out and said that he wants Chase. I mean, I won't say he's put it this way. I'll preface that. He hasn't come out verbatim saying I want Chase. But if you listen to where, what he said about him and how he said it, he wants Chase. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of got to read the tea leaves because, I mean, Burrow can't come out and say, I want Chase. And if we get him, I'm not going to be upset. Okay, well, to get Pitts. And Pitts will be like, what, with my chopped liver? So, I mean, Burrow's got to be, you know, kind of diplomatic yeah. about this. So he's yeah. never going to come out and say, I want my boy Chase, even though he is in his head going, I want my boy Chase. He's yeah. not going to come out and say it. Yeah, and, and you know, and and that was a, a good comment though. I mean, because he he has never really came out and said that because, like you said, he he he's smarter than that. But he has definitely laid it out there for us, and uh, that, that was a that was a good comment made for some fun. Let's roll it. He's smarter than your average bear. Yeah, Nick says the Forty ers trading up solidifies the fact that we can get Chase. Sewell or Pitts, exactly. That's, I mean, and that's where I, I don't know if you guys know, know this. Not some of you do, some of you may not, but I, I work at nights, so I came home and I took a nap, and then I wake up and my phone is blowing up with the trade. I'm like, what trade? What's going on? Froggy eyed, trying to figure this out. That I got friends of mine going, well, you, you see, he's doing I'm like, no, I just woke up. What's going on? So I'm trying to get all this stuff out, but as soon as I found out about the trade, I'm ecstatic because I'm like. We're going to get one of those guys. <laughs> There's a really good chance we're going to get one of them. I'm like, and that's where I'm like, I don't think the Bengals going to play this any better. And and for all the 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 build the trenches guys, which I'm one of those guys, I keep saying you got to build it from the line out. Just because if, if you don't get sold, doesn't mean you can't get guys in the next round. Leatherwood, I keep saying Leatherwood. I've been saying him for a while. Leatherwood, Wyatt Davis, these guys are good. They're really freaking good. There's a lot of them out there. Like I said, the kid, I wish I could remember the kid's name. The one uh, that our our our, our um, line coach was out at uh, the USC kid. He was just out there this week checking oh, him out. Oh, Vera Smith or Vera or something. I know who you're talking about. I one of those. Uh, yeah, I can't say his name, but he, yeah. he's out and he's still a good one too. Yeah. All right, Titus. I want Chase. Too, but if somebody you know called the Cincinnati Bengals for a big offer to move down, I would take that. That's a big plus for me. That I would have be. a hard time not doing that. Yeah. I would. Because, again, I agree with you, Titus. I really want Chase. It depends how bad the Bengals want Chase and how much they think he is, how his potential is there. Now, what? I'll put it to you this way. If 
They do, and they we get two second round picks. You can take Waddle or another wide receiver with your with wherever the first round pick drops to drops us to. You could take what if you take Leatherwood and you take Davis or you take the kid from USC. <clears throat> I mean, so, that's where I'm like, it's this is what I love. The Bengals have so many options, and that's where I'm so excited. And to me, it's so much fun to talk about this because all of this could happen. Who knows what they're going to do? I don't know. We well, another thing we've done is we have added not just options in free agency with what we've done, but majorly in the draft because now we are not the Bengals calling up somebody three, four spots ahead of us like we did, which, hey, we were in the playoffs. I was happy. I didn't care. But now with free agency, with what we've done and where we're sitting in the draft, it will be other teams calling us and offering us the moon, offering us whatever they want for this player that we may take or we may not take. And, hey, fact of the matter is, the Bengals could already be in their head going, all right, we're going to take um, Waddle and Davis. And, dude, and Waddle, everybody's sleeping on Waddle. Waddle's yeah. no joke. Waddle's no. pretty damn good. Move back, get him, have right. extra picks in the second yeah. round, and take Davis. Right. I mean, Leatherwood. I want Chase. I, I would love to get Chase or Pitts. But if they trade out, I'm not going to be upset just because no. I know what's I know no. what's out there still. I mean, it's yeah. it's just holy crap! <laughs> this is yeah. so cool. Where but you where, just, where it, the Bengals are at? Yeah, yeah, and you just want the fans to cool down, man, because well, and that's the thing. People want you can the Bengals. Feel it. Yeah, the thing is, you want the everybody's want the Bengals not to sit on their hands. Right. They haven't, and they've put themselves in a great position. And that's why I'm so as a forty almost forty six year old Bengal fan. I've never been this excited about a draft because there's so many options of what the Bengals are going to do. And honestly, I'll be happy with any of them, I think. I mean, unless they go in the – okay, the only one I would be happy with is if, say, Pitts and, and, and Chase are sitting there and they draft Slater. That I wouldn't be happy with. I'd be pissed off if they did that. that I'd be yeah. throwing stuff. That, and I don't see that happening. But No. That's that one team a year, though. I was I, We were talking <laughs> right. about earlier, you yeah. know. That one team that comes up. All right, my number four pick is uh, Farrell yeah. from Clemson, or, or David Klingler for the Cincinnati Bengals. What? what? Yeah, him too. What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. Or Achilles Smith. Why the hell we draft him? We could have had the whole freaking draft of the New Orleans Saints to draft Achilles Smith. Yeah, but that's I the mean, old Bengals. That's everybody the old Bengals. Yeah, and, but, but yeah, we're we're new. We're, we're, we're saying about to, to a couple guys that work today that. The philosophy has changed over the last two years, I think, with the signing of the free agents, with releasing guys that they owe money to. You know, they would never do that before. Speaking of guys they owe money to, yeah, Josh says, what do you think about uh, the Bernard trade rumors? At first, my first instinct was, no, I don't want to trade him. I still don't want to trade him. But more you think about it, with – the money he's owed with them have already signed Piron to a two-year contract extension. And they already, I think I think they're in the top 10%, top 5% of money that they already have toward their running running game. If you were to trade, I, I really want a second round pick. That might be a little high. You gotta get at least a third round pick for him. I want it in this year's draft because of all the offense linemen. I'm okay with that. I love Giovanni Bernard. He is one of my favorite players. Like, like Ace said. Yeah, and yesterday's show, he does a lot of stuff in the community. He's a team captain. He's a he's he's been a great, great Bengal. And I would hate to see him leave. But you gotta sometimes you gotta put your fandom in your pocket, you know, and you gotta think what's best for the team and money-wise. So if you can replace him with Samar J. Piron, who I think played pretty good, mix and hopefully be healthy the entire year. You still got Mackenzie Alexander. Back there. Did I say his name right? Mm, you mean Travion Henderson? Travion Henderson. Sorry. Travion. <laughs> you got him. I, like, I said it. I'm like, that's not right. Travion <laughs> Henderson. They're still, you know, because the thing is, if this offense is running good, Joe Mixon 
is your horse. They're gonna they're gonna run behind him. That's, so you get rid of Gio, you get rid of that five million dollars. That's five million more dollars you can sign for maybe Erickson, a backup, Brent Jones, a backup. Uh, um, oh man, what's the guy's name for Washington? They, they try to re- read her. No, um, ah, the defensive it. No, the edge rusher that came in yesterday. Kerrigan. Kerrigan. That's money for Kerrigan. I mean, it's. It, it, I'd hate it. But at this point, after you know, first take, oh, don't do it. Second take, you more you put your fandom in your pocket and how much you love Giovanni Bernard. I'm not thinking it's a bad idea at all, to be honest. Oh, what do you got there, Jeremy? Well, you know, I agree with you. And it's going to make me sound like the biggest homer in the world. It really is. Um, (laughs) Because I've only seen this guy really just show out maybe five games. But if we did end up letting go of Geo, there's a guy that came out from Ohio State this last year that is a preacher. Yes. He is a swamp preacher. I'm I mean Whoever gets this guy is really going to get somebody. And with him coming out, instead of playing, there are going to be tons of teams all around the United States that look past this guy. But the Bengals watch Buckeye football. And if we could get Trey Sermon five, six, I think we would be set, man. And that's just me. Not being a homer, I'm just saying I'd take a chance I mean, on him. Well, this thing Sermon could be a seventh round pick. Yeah, that well, Which, they're, that, they're that, anywhere that from to me is like why the hell what I've heard. Yeah, that's why I don't I'll never understand what he why he came out. If you're coming out to be a seventh round pick, that I mean that I don't know. That just doesn't make any sense to me. I think he got bad advice. He's going uh, Josh, but somebody's going to get a steal. Oh, yeah. No, 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 I no. Really I believe. He's good. No, I just I think it's yeah. I think he oh. himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. Um, all right. Josh says the book Bucks are reportedly interested in Geo. What about trading for OJ Howard? You mean uh, Geo for OJ Howard? I had to look at the contracts. Probably. Yeah. I, mean. I, I would honestly, if they trade Geo, I think they're they're trying to get picks. I don't think they're trying to get anybody else. I think because like like Jeremy just said, contracts, and you got to look at the contract. You got to look at the salary salary cap hit. So I, I don't really know. Yeah. So I, I'd have to look what that is. But I, I really, in my heart of hearts, if they trade him, they want picks. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. I mean, unless they were thinking we just really need that, um, really, O.J. Howard at this point of his career and how he's played, he's played pretty good. I mean, you know, third round probably type. Yeah, you know, I, I, could, I could see us probably wanting picks at that point because – We've got Uzama, we got Sample, and to get rid of Geo, and you've already explained everything he's done for the team. He's a blocker, mm-hmm. he can catch the ball, he can run the ball, he's a he's a teammate. Um, for another for just OJ Howard, I don't want to say just OJ Howard. He's tough, he's good. I'd love to have him. Yeah, but I just don't know if the team would 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 right. do that, uh, right. depending on the contracts. Yeah, that, that that's what a lot of it comes down to, I think. Now yeah. Uh, John here said he'd trade back to eight. That's as far as back as, as he would go. Now, I just thought of this. Well, what John answered or asked that question or, or made that statement. Now, there might uh, this might be the less likely scenario to happen for the Bengals to for somebody to jump up there because the three quarterbacks that everybody wants is Wilson, Fields, and um, not Lark. I can't read my own handwriting. The kid from Carolina. Logan? Um, no, oh, no, this would be like. No, the quarterback. Oh. From college? Clemson, or? From Clemson. Oh, Lawrence. Lawrence, thank you. But, yes, yeah, I said you quarterback. Said Carolina. I'm, I'm oh, like, I said Carolina. All right, Clemson. Anyway, Lawrence, Wilson, Fields. Those are the top three quarterbacks. I don't know if you're trading up to get Trey Lance, Mac Jones, I, I don't, I, you know, so just thinking out loud here, the likelihood 
of that happening. Now they might want to try someone might want to trade up to get Chase or Pitts from us, but I don't know if the Bengals are gonna give that up if they're sitting right there. So that's where I'm like, it might not be as likely that the Bengals trade. And Bengals, honestly, they don't trade. They trade back a lot, but they don't trade, especially first round picks. They don't they don't trade out of those very much. So I'd be kind of kind of highly surprised. Now, this is another thing Carl brought this up. This is a good point, too. Is if you free up money on the uh getting rid of Geo, you gotta pay Jesse Bates. And that's another thing. Yeah. I think Jesse Bates is gonna get paid. I don't mm-hmm. think it's gonna happen till the middle of the summer, just like uh mixing last year. Yeah. I think they are gonna pay him, but that's another thing that opens up if you get rid of Geo's money. That's more money to give to to Jesse Bates because Gio's only gonna be here. He's this is the end of his contract. Right. This is it, and they're most likely if they don't trade. That's another thing I thought of too. If they don't trade him, they're probably gonna lose him. So if you trade him and you can get a third round pick, you got some IJP run. You take that that five million dollars. That's and you can put it toward signing Jesse Bates. Yep. Which I, again, I think that's a smart move. I think that's being smart with their money, and hopefully the Bengals do it. And that that would be, I mean, honestly. That would be such an un-Bengal move because, one, they never get rid of their own players usually unless they have to, you know, or they just want out. Right. Gio's never said he wanted out. So to get rid of them, you know, before we lose them because we all are like, you know, hindsight, it would have been nice to trade AJ or or uh, 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 Gio, not Gio, um, too many Geos. Gino. Gino, thank you. I hate when I do this. Gino, you know, a year or two earlier, and instead of just letting them walk and get nothing. So maybe they'll be proactive and do this with Giovanni. Too many Geos, man. Geos, Jeff, Jeremy, oh. Jesus. Well, <laughs> and you know what? I, I'm, I'm with you. You know, it it is what it is. And you know what? Depending on what it is, I've, I've, you know, I've already, I've kind of already gave my, my whole thing on, on the, on the geo thing. We, we save money. We can add some players. I got you. Uh, Dan said, who wants fields over Wilson BYU? Well, the jets apparently want Wilson over fields because they sent everybody to his pro day today, and I mean, look, I'm a Fields guy. I, 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 I like, I think Fields is gonna be good. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah. So I, I think you know. Yeah. So I mean, and and, it's, and I think, like I said, the 49ers traded up knowing that, so they're sold on, on Fields. Yeah. You know. And then yeah. oh, oh well, and you know what? To go back yeah. real quick, not to change subject to uh, the draft. If we do trade, this that this is what I was thinking of. Um, I think the Bengals are going to be sure as hell that wherever we trade back to, one of our guys are going to be there or the guy they're looking at. And right. if they don't think that's going to happen, I don't see them trading at all. Um, now, if this happens, well, if you read Nick's, he said, rumor I saw is 49, sucky Niners. I'm sorry, sucky Niners. Might want Mac Mac Whoa. Jones. If that happens, I think Atlanta is taking a quarterback. <laughs> if yep. that happens, I think Atlanta is taking a quarterback. We could see Fields. We could see. Uh, wow. I, that, well, if that happens, then Sewell, Chase, Pitts, all they're three all of them are still there. Yep. So that would be that would be definitely mm-hmm. wild. Now, Tommy's got a good point here, and I, this this actually. I can really see this happen. This could be a, 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 a draft day trade. He said, I don't think the Bengals are going to get a lot of trade action until draft day to see what the teams do does ahead. Which mm-hmm. I, are you talking about the draft or you mean for Geo? I'm thinking both I'm thinking both, to be honest. I'm thinking he's just thinking the draft, but maybe it is both. I mean, it could, yeah. And well, the way he worded it the first part, you could you could look at Geo, but um to move back in the draft to me is what I was just kind of saying. I think the Bengals are going to make sure that whoever it is that we want, whether it be Pitts, chase, if they're both still there, we can move back. We'll take one or the other, but he could be talking about adding in a little geo action and getting a sec another, getting a second round pick this year, something like that. 
Now, Tommy's saying, yeah, yeah, yeah I know you say draft day, but are you talking? Right. Yeah, I know you're talking about draft day. I understand that. Yeah. One, but are you talking just for the drafts? Or are you talking? Or you, I think he's just talking trade day and trades in general. I think Tommy's more saying it'll be more on draft day. And I, I, I agree. Oh. I think, oh, there could be, you know, as far as the Bengals trading back or trading G or making any, any kind of trades, that's going to be more on draft day. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Nick says, I think the best move for the Bengals is to stay put, take the guy they want. And move on from there. Don't overthink it and risk missing out on a franchise player. I could not yeah. agree with you more, to be honest. Love uh, I mean, I know I keep talking about trading back and what they could do, but dude, if Chase it's or all Pitts hypothetical. Are there, yeah. If Chase or Pitts are there, I don't know how in the hell you cannot take one of them. It's they're too good. They're they, and it's a one they these guys are to my opinion. I know Ace said that Pitts is a once in general generational player i think they both are <laughs> you know we got james I, I, I and think, ace going after each I other think, yeah i think chase could be aj green i mean i really do yeah a little so, shorter a little shorter but oh what was that I, oh forgot what i was gonna say about um oh yeah um have we have we got any 40 times off of Chase yet with him being six foot 185 or whatever it was I I saw on there? Do, do you have any idea, Jeff? Or not, you- not, that, not that I've seen. I, I haven't seen any. Okay. I don't know if anybody out there watching the show, if you've seen any any Instagram posts or anything on that, you know. That, I, it, it just kind of, you know. Yeah, I mean, Nick's got a good point here too. He says Pitts could be the AJ Green too. I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean honestly, Pitt, Pitts could be could be Gronkowski. Pitts could be Travis Kelsey. Pitts, I mean, the the tight end position in the last ten years is completely different than you know. Remember Rodney Holman? He was one of the best. Oh yeah, tight end of his generation. You know, for the Bengals. Yep, and it's completely different. Yep, from and from the, uh, that. Yep, and I'm with you a hundred percent too on taking Chase. Or pits, if they're there, take them because we have a draft ahead of us that is one of the better offensive line drafts than we've had in years. So you might as well go ahead and take your generational talent, like James would say, or well, you know, some some say pits, whatever, Chase, and then you go after your lineman, and then really you you get a great lineman in the second, and then you can. Still get a pass rusher, another lineman in the third. Still high quality stock. I mean, what do they say? Up to the fourth round, uh, just almost guarantees make makes every team. You know, so you're looking at at least four to five players that'll guarantee make the team. Now John says uh, he doesn't think LSU's pro day is till March 31st. That's when the Buckeyes are. Imagine that. Okay. That'd be a good day. You'll be excited. Trust me, we'll be talking Buckeyes then. Oh, uh, yeah. Dan says in two years, Pitts is going to be the best right end in the NFL, and Kelsey is my favorite player. I think he meant tight end, but yeah, I, 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 I can't disagree with that. And 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 because of Travis Kelsey, Pitts is going to get picked way higher than Kelsey. Now, as a Bearcat fan. I wish the Bengals or Bengals Bearcats would have used Travis a little bit more and in college because I had no clue he was that good. I knew he was good, but nowhere close to what what he is. I mean, what a hit of a draft pick. I mean, after watching him on, if you just watched his game day film, uh, they should have known. But he went on and on and on. Man, what a hell of a pick! I mean, <laughs> now, this, is, this is a good. I'm glad somebody asked this. They said, "What if they sign one of the left guards on the market?" Okay, one you got, and I, I, I did the trade day and all that stuff. I really wanted to get him. Yeah, he hasn't been that good in two years. He's gotten cut twice. He's been injured. Wolford opted out last year. Before that, he was overweight and couldn't play. So. I, my my thinking is, the guys in the draft are better options. To be to be honest, and unless you're signing these guys to be backups, which I don't think either one of them want to be a backup, I think Wolford or not Wolford, Leatherwood, um, 
Davis and yep. the kid from uh, USC yep. are way better options at this point than either one of them, in my opinion. That's why if the Bengals they there was two guards in my opinion that the Bengals that were worth getting that was Thune and Zeitler. Yep. They didn't get them. They addressed the the tackle with Reef. So I think yep. they're gonna address the guard, like I said. And I think if you get Leatherwood, that's the guy I keep pounding the desk for. I want him because I think in two years or a year he can move out the, to the right tackle. So, yeah, yeah, he plays both spots, man. I mean, he, right. he's played so, both in Alabama. Which, right, so that's what I'm saying. You put him at guard to start, yeah. And Reef, if he's gone after one year, he'll be move uh, Leatherwood out the tackle. If Reef stays yeah. for another year, either way, that's where I'm like, that's the option. Yeah, that and, I want to have. Yeah, and even Wyatt Davis, he can play guard, learn to go out to tackle. If if we went that way, um, if you went and read some of the, everybody's always got you know they show the highlights and then I can't remember I, I I didn't get to send it to you I'll have to find it send it to you but yeah uh, leather uh, Leatherwood's catastrophes I guess you could say and you know what everybody's gonna have those. It, it was a little scary, a few of them that I watched. But, dude, this is a young kid. He's played offensive tackle in college with Alabama and guard. Looked much better at guard on that little dumb video. Um, but tackle is not an easy position to just ease into. He gets a year, two years in Cincinnati behind Reef. He, he could easily move outside to tackle, as could – Wyatt Davis, or we could draft another guy or sign another guy. Like Zim was saying, we're going to play for 2025. We're going to start winning. Hell, we're, I, think we're start, I think we're going to make the playoffs. I mean, I kind of disagree with, with Ace. I think we got a shot to make the playoffs next year. I mean, it is a tough division. I think we got a shot. I'm not saying we're going to make it. I think we got yeah. a shot. I, I couldn't believe I, I even said 10 wins. Yeah, 10 yeah. wins is a bit much, but but hey, we got a shot. You know, it depends how, how how it goes. If you're in the FC North, you got to get those ten. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to get it, but I, I think they got a shot at, at getting it. I do but too. We'll see. Either way, I want them to improve. If you, if we're eight and eight, nine and seven, I I'll tell you right now, uh, Zach's keeping his job. I'll guarantee you. I, I guarantee you, and and all of them are staying. Eight and eight, nine and seven. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're staying. All right, let's get to Tim here. Uh, hey guys, got an upset Sunday night. I'm picking UCLA. With Cincinnati's buddy Mick Cronin to upset Alabama. You know, I'll play it to you this way. I posted something. Well, I won't say I. We posted something about Mick Cronin and the UCLA Bruins. And I put it up in Bearcat Country. And people went freaking nuts. Why are you putting this up to? He's not our coach anymore. He was our coach for 13 years. This is only the second time he got to the Sweet 16. I thought it was kind of cool. I'm not mad at Mick. All right. You know? Look, people, I love the University of Cincinnati. I love it. I went to school there. I live it. I breathe it. I die for the Bearcats, all right? But when these schools like UCLA and Notre Dame pay more money than the Bearcats can, we're going to lose our coach. That happens. And any of you guys would take it too. He's a Cincinnati West Side boy. I like Mick. I like Brandon. I like my coaches. I like Fickle. Fickle keeps recruiting like he is. We ain't going to keep him either. <laughs> I'm hoping we do. I'm hoping we do. But they all yeah, stay yeah. in Ohio. That's, keep them all in Ohio. That's that's the 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 issue. So I'm with you. I'm kind of rooting for Mick. You know, that's well, my little soapbox. Sorry. I don't really know why Mick left because I mean he was getting a coach's salary and a professor's salary, he, so he I was mean, getting he got more money. He and looks the athletic, like Mike, Mike Mike Boone at the time, who was the athletic director, did not get along. And and Cronin asked for certain things. Boone said no because I don't think he got along with him. So he left, and then six months later, Boone left or Bone left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So he got rid of our coach, and then he leaves, kind of like Nancy Zimmer. Got rid of her coach, and then she leaves. Leave my damn coaches alone. <laughs> but coaches. I like, I'm not kidding. I like Brandon. I do. And I mean, if this if there's allegations of something going on, I have no idea. But everything that I've read is nothing illegal that he did. He just, the kids, 
And like I said, I'll put it to you this way. With this year, the pandemic, everything, it's hard on these freshmen. I really do. And I think they were – a lot of these guys get babied. And, I mean, like, look, if they're complaining about practice, dude, they would have hated practice with Bob Huggins or Mick Cronin. Hated it. So, anyway, I'm done. <laughs> Yo, no, dude, yeah, you're, you're good, man. It, it's tough. Uh, when the NCAA has anything to say about your team – it's not NCAA. Well, it's not the NCAA. It's UC I, investigating I your athletic. So let's, uh, let's clarify that director. Or, yeah, if you get, if you get the NCAA, NCAA involved, we're talking about violations. We're not talking about that. It's just yeah, UC no, themselves. That's that, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. You, you then shouldn't be a problem. NC, NCAA gets involved. I don't care if it's because you know somebody shot a booger across the room. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do something, right. you know, too. And it yeah. ain't gonna be good. So hopefully right. it don't even get to that, not even worth it. Exactly. Just for new viewers, just want to remind you, you guys are watching sports with strawberry ice. Uh, if you guys are new to the channel, please do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. We are at 930 subscribers, so I appreciate all you guys. And if you missed any of it and you want to listen to it during the day, I will be putting it up on the podcast. I just want to get that out there now. Let's get the Brandon's comment here because I thought this was kind of interesting, and I love it that he called him Cowhead. So I know Brandon watches the show if you're calling call him Cowhead. Oh yeah. They, he gave us Slater at fifth in his updated mock draft. Okay, <laughs> I call him Cowhead. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> there is no freaking way. Now was this before the trade? Yeah. This had to be before the trade. And who were there? <laughs> was Chase still there? Was Pitt still there? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I got it. I cowhead. I uh, yeah. I can't. But I actually like watching Pat Mac or listening to Pat McAfee. I listen to him now. <laughs> the old, he's, uh, he's, the old, the old punter. Yeah, Kicker? yeah, old punter of the punter. Uh, yeah. uh, for the um, Colts, Indianapolis Colts. Now this is interesting. Why do you think this? Josh says we need a right guard. We do. I think we just signed one. His name is uh Ryan Reef, the great Barry Reef. You know, big, really big guy, big beard. We just signed him. He's a tackle though, ain't he? Oh yeah, See, I'm making fun of the way I'm messing up. Yeah, he said we need a guard. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm making fun of him. I'm I'm the one screwing up. <laughs> yeah, I'm figures. If you guys can't love this show, I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, I screwed up. You're right. We do. We do need a guard, but that's what I'm saying. Would help. I think it's, Would help. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, Leatherwood or Davis or somebody else in the draft. So, sorry. I was making fun of you, and I didn't read right guard. I think my right tackle. Yeah. My reading comprehension sometimes doesn't uh, always you know, do good, which is, uh, is really great when you're doing a live uh, YouTube show and you have to try to read uh, comments and, and comment on those comments. It doesn't exactly. always work out for me. All right, let's see here. Just good, bro. All right, let's see here. Um, J3, I'm not going to try to say Jigsaw. We'll just go Jigsaw. Uh, yeah. For comparison, Jamar Chase and Antonio Brown have similar similarities when Antonio was in his prime. I think you're saying, yeah, you kind of, I think you said this earlier. I think I put it up. Um, as far as, yeah, as far as their game goes and their body type, not as their mental capability <laughs> but yeah and if we're getting somebody who should be as good as, as ab was in this prime whoo, dude that's going to be good i will be perfectly fine with that yep all right let's see here Dang, they're, they're 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 throwing uh they're tom john john throwing tom they're all throwing some good questions at us i know I'm, that's what oh, i have to kind of pause on so i can bring up one I know it's hard, right? I, yeah, we love I, it. Though, I, 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 I love it. Love the it. I love the chat blowing up. I, I like to keep bringing. Hell up. yeah! All right, <clears throat> excuse me. All right, Tom. I think we have a chance to trade down and still get Slater. We don't do do it. All right, we do it. It would be nice to pick Sammy. You mean sign Sammy Watkins? Yeah. I Sammy Watkins don't want to come here. Uh, the, the the what I've I've read and what and just. Ace kind of backed me up on it yesterday. Sammy wants to go somewhere where he's going to uh, be the number two or three wide receiver. If he comes here, 
the Bengals, regardless of what they do, okay, the first two picks, in my opinion, it's either going to be a wide receiver or an offensive lineman. Either way you go. So that's why these guys, and that's another reason why I don't think Wolford or uh, Erickson want to come, or Hendrickson want to come here. Because again, we're drafted in the first round or second round. We are drafting a wide receiver or an offensive lineman. And those two most likely are going to start and play big, big minutes. So Sammy don't want to come here because he wants to play and he wants to try to get uh, a new contract. So that's why I don't think that's happening. And that's why also where the Bengals have put themselves in a great position because the draft is full of the two things that they've left open to fill at the draft. Yeah. And, and with the money that Sammy, I mean, Sammy will never come to Cincinnati and be a, a number three. And, and let's be honest. He'd be a three. He'd be behind Boyd. He'd be behind Higgins. And so I I, I, I agree with you there. I, I don't think we get a Watkins, but I think we get a even better wide receiver in the draft and more offensive linemen. And then as we go more towards the end, I can see some pass rushers coming towards Cincinnati. All right, Oren says, <clears throat> with the Bengals doing all this rebranding, PR, social media, push, New Jersey's trying to pull in fans, etc. Wouldn't it make sense for them to pair up Burrow and Chase together again? The fan excitement. I, yeah, <laughs> I can't argue with that. I, I mean, I'm already excited about it. And I, I, I think, and I, I, like I said, I think that's what Burrow wants. I think Joe freaking Burrow mm-hmm. wants his boy Chase. Yeah. Yeah. The Burrow to Chase connection again. Well, yeah, we've talked about it forever, man. I mean, you know, 2025 is coming. We've got to excite fans. We've got to get a good team together, and we've got to win. Right now, we're working on getting a good team together and not just a bunch of one-year contracts, even though we did do quite a bit of that this year. But that comes through drafting. And we're about – we had a good draft last year. I think we're going to knock another one out of the park this year. And, yeah, get the fans excited. Start winning again. No matter who the coach is, nothing doesn't matter to me. Right. Now, Brandon says, talking about the Cowhead mock draft team that they would draft Sewell. Mm-hmm. He said, this was today after the trade. Sewell went to Atlanta, and they gave us Slater over Pitts and Chase. Well, they're <laughs> dumb as hell. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Like, there's no freaking – there's no way. Like every, I mean, look, I think Slater's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. But, no, I mean – there is no. That's just stupid. <laughs> that's just, that it. That it. Like I said, if they take Slater at five, I'm going to be pissed. Because if Sewell goes to Atlanta, which is fine, he goes to Atlanta. Chase or Pitts are sitting right freaking there, and you go get an offensive lineman that's almost just as good as either one of those in Leatherwood, Davis, the kid from USC. There ain't no way in hell they're doing that. I don't think, especially with Joe Burrow. His damn near come out and says he wants Chase. Yeah, and and because Slater at that point will be the only official high grade, I guess you could say, tackle. Okay, but he's also the second lowest. He's also the second behind Sewell, and we've got Chase there, and in two we can get, like you said, Leatherwood, Wyatt Davis, have them guys in two years become tackles, that would make no damn sense at all. All right. I just got my Zeke of the Week. <laughs> did you did you did you write one down yet, Jeremy? Do you have a Zeke of the Week? I did do a Zeke of the Week. All right, all right, because I'm like, I have no idea who it is. I know who it's gonna be now. We'll get to that in a second here. Jennifer, what's up? Late joining the show. Sorry, guys. We'll catch hey, up later. Jen. August say whoever we pick, it's a win-win situation. We are Hootay Nation. We will cheer on whoever is the pick. And we will still cheer on the pick second seven because they are our Bengals. Boom, baby. That's what I'm talking about, Jen. I, I'm I'm excited. I, I, You're dang I was, right. I was talking about going, me and Jen were talking about going up to the draft, but with all this stuff, I don't think we're going to go. Uh, maybe, well, you know, 2020. There's no days. maybe's come, come fall. But, no babies. But, yeah, but you know, 2022 draft, it's in Vegas, baby. It's in Vegas, Jeremy. Oh, come fall and then the year no, after no. that. We may have to go to Vegas after 2022 this year. draft. 
2022 yeah. draft. Next year. Vegas. Both of them. We have to go. Yeah. In Vegas. Look at look at his eyes. He's already drooling. It's in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I, hey, hey, look, dude. Little blackjack. Little key now. Oh yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, man. I think we're in a, it's a six to start wrapping you this thing up. You're doing your Zeke? Where's your Zeke? That's what I was about to say. If you stop talking over me. Oh, God. I thought you was going out, out on me. No, I'm I like, about wrap, wrap this up. Let's do the Zeke of the week. I wish I, I need to get a little uh, video going. You a Zeke. I need to work on that or something. All right. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I need, yeah, I need, I need to work on that. I can, I'll, I'll get on that. I'll get on that for, for next week. So if you guys got a Zeke of the week or anything, post it in the comments. So, my Zeke of the week, I've been trying to figure out. I've been so excited with what's going on with the Bengals and everything. I'm like, I don't even know. There's a, has anybody that's irritated me until Colin Cowhead. Oh. For you to go on your national radio show that's on TV, it's on FS1, even after the Suck Uniters traded up for the number three pick, even after. The Jets had almost their whole entire scouting staff at the BYU Pro Day to watch Wilson. And after all that happened, knowing that there should be three quarterbacks at least taken in front of the Bengals, and that leaves the three guys that the Bengals were talking about getting, and you say they're going to take Slater when Pitts and Chase are sitting right there? Seriously? You need to do your homework. Kyle Calhead, Calhead, for five million time. You, sir, are my Zeke of the week. Come on, get it together. Well done. Well done. And 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 actually, John mentioned the same thing. Um, if Sewell's gone, you got Pitts, you got Chase, where are you going? Well, we'll answer that question tomorrow, John. But if you're Colin Cowhead, no, you're going with Slater. Tomorrow's tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow Saturday. Well, my, bad. Monday, my, my bad. Forgot my days. Monday. <laughs> but for Colin Cowhead, he's taking Slater. He's not taking Chase or Pitts, by the way, just to let you know. Um, my Zeke of the week. And this was because deep down, I haven't even, I didn't even talk to you much about it, Jeff, uh, or anybody, but I was really, really hoping to get Trent Williams. And when the 49ers offered him $140 million, $40 million of it guaranteed, I turned into this succubus of 49er hate. And I didn't even, I've never suck even told you this. Suck the suck United. A succubus of hate for the 40 sucking Niners. <laughs> and they took Trent Williams from us, took away a, lo a long time of great tackle play. So, you know what? Screw you, 49ers. But we're not going to need you because we got JB. And that is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Damn right, and we will take care of the rest come draft. Maybe even more in free agency. You never know. You guys will have to watch Monday. We we could sign four more guys. Never know. Never know. So, Jeff. So the who's your Zeke of the week? You didn't you didn't say it. It's Trent Williams for going to the 49ers and taking all that damn Zeke money of the week. You're damn right. It's 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 both. It's it's Trent Williams. And it's the 49ers. Whatever. They offered him the money. He took it. He could have come to Cincinnati and been a winner. Okay? Like us. Winners. Winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's right. But other than that, buddy, anything else? Nope. I think I'm ready to roll on out of here. I was trying to get up all the last little comments because everybody always tries to get their last little bit in before we get out of here. You want to throw them in? Or? I just did while you were talking. I'll throw a couple more in, or is that it? That's it. I just did it while you were talking. That's why I <laughs> didn't pay attention to what the hell you said. Okay. Why are Let's we talking? Why, why are we talking all soft? Anyway. 
This is Mellow Sounds with Dimebag Dean and the Iceman. How are you? No, it's good. All right, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And I enjoy it. I invite you guys all to join. They are Hootay Nation, one of a great Bengals group. Bearcat Country, another great Bearcat group. Cincinnati Reds, Ronnie Third, heading for home. We are one week away from opening day, which should be a national or a citywide holiday here in Cincinnati. If you go to work, call, call off. Let's go drink a beer and have a – well, we're not going to have a parade, but we're going to have social distancing opening day. We'll see how that goes. And then Ohio State Bucknuts for all the Ohio State boys. Go join that. You got the Ice Bar show page. Me and Jeremy do TikToks, a lot of sports memes and just sport, sporting news. It's a fun group to be a part of. And then you can follow me on Facebook under Sports with Strawberry Ice. At this point, 854 people like it. I have 922 followers, which is unbelievable. Twitter, not as, not as much. Like again, it's under uh, Cincinnati Sports and Strawberry Ice, I have 239 followers. I'm on Instagram, and me and Jeremy do some silly TikToks that you guys can check out. Now, if you missed any part of the show and you can't watch it, check the podcast out. I'll be posting it later on tonight. You guys can listen to it tomorrow. Like, rate, review. I'm on Bean Pod, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. And as of when I started the show, we were at 930 subscribers on YouTube. You guys are awesome. Let's keep it rolling. Try to get to 1,000 as fast as we can. And other than that, Jeremy Dimebag Dean from the Iceman to you. Let's roll on out of here. Sounds good. Sounds good, buddy. And you know what? It is pretty freaking awesome to be that close to a thousand. Uh, it really is. I, I, I've said it before, but you know, if people have half as good a time watching this show, getting <laughs> some information, getting some laughs, whatever, as we do in between the scenes and all the different fun stuff we do and come up with to, to put it out there. Dude, I'm happy if they like it half as much as we do doing it. So thank you guys, every one of y'all out there. And other than that, as Everybody, always. all together now. Ready? Here we go. As always, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Who day? Tell your friends, baby. Who day? And that's just sports, baby. See you Monday. See ya!